So Lord, Adon, speak to us this morning that we are all to be keepers of the flame. We are all, we are all to continually have a burning sacrifice in our hearts. Lord, we are not to let the fire die down. In fact, it needs to get hotter and hotter and hotter to the coming of the Lord. So, Lord, speak to your people today. We thank you for the sacrifice of praise that's been going up on this altar for the last 24 hours. Lord, we want to move into a lifestyle of praise and worship. Continually, consistently offering praise to you. So the children of Israel were commanded to do this. The, the altar always had fire on it. One of the reasons we put these little lamps around here is, uh, well, we like them, first of all. But they're to re represent the fire of the Lord in the, in the sanctuary or in the tabernacle. And I've always tell Elia, make sure they're on. Now, we don't leave them on all night unless we're worshiping because we, we want to save some money, you know. <laughs> I go to Beit Yadidi and we have those torches around the walls and many times nobody turns them on. And immediately I think, we need the torches on fire, you know? So, God promises us when we keep the fire on the altar, there he will meet with us. Which means if the fire on your altar has gone down, you won't be meeting with him. The Creator of of the universe says, there is where I will speak to you. He says, there I'll meet you and you, the, the place will be filled with the tabernacle of my glory. So we have got to keep the fire on the altar burning hot and bright. Now, look at uh, Exodus 34, verse 13. He's talking about altars. An altar is a place of sacrifice. Literally, literally means a place of slaughter and death of some animal. And so he said, this is how you build and keep your altars. Exodus 34 uh, verse 13 you shall destroy there the pagan the idolatrous altars break down their sacred pillars and tear down and cut down their wooden images verse 14 and you shall worship no other god for the lord whose name is jealous 
is a jealous God. The Lord says, break down the heathen altars in the land. You cannot sacrifice to an altar to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at an altar built to him and you can and also sacrifice at another altar. God is jealous in a good way. It means a fire of love for you. He's a God of, that's what the word is, a God of fiery jealousy. And when the fire comes down on his altar, it's a picture of his overwhelming burning love and holiness for you. He says, I'm jealous. I don't want you to have any other gods. You can't worship me. When the children of Israel finally came into the land, many times they did not tear down the altars. They worshiped at, at uh, idolatrous altars. On this mountain, they worship Baal. They put up poles and trees and things to Baal. God said, cut those things down and throw them on the fire and burn them up. They sacrificed the firstborn sons of, of, of uh Israelites here on this mountain. They killed their sons and burned them in the fire on a heathen altar. The Lord says, tear down those altars. Don't point the finger at the Israelites. Because we have 50,000 abortions a year in our nation. We're slaughtering children more than they did in those days. The Lord says, don't you worship at an altar of convenience. You you worship me at my altar. I want all of your heart on fire for me. That's where you'll hear my voice. That's where you'll feel my love. That's where your sins will be atoned for by the blood. That's where my glory will come. So the Lord says, be a keeper of the flame. Keep the flame of your love for the Lord in your personal life hot. Not just once a month you come up here and worship all night. It should be every day you should be worshiping the Lord. He's jealous for you. You break his heart if you, if you worship at another altar. You know, I was just reading when Solomon dedicated the temple, which was made by the divine pattern that had been given to his father David. Do you know how many sheep they slaughtered on the altars? 120,000. 
I was thinking about that. 120,000 We need his altar. Now let's go to 1 Kings 18. Probably the most dramatic picture in the Bible of what the Lord is speaking to us about. You all know the history of what happened here on this place. Elijah told Ahab, the backslidden king, to bring all the false prophets up to Carmel. So people from all over what today would be northern Israel, the ten tribes, they all came up here. And Elijah challenges them. Why are you faltering or limping between two opinions? You've got one foot in the kingdom of God. You're calling on the name of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. And you got another foot over here and you're messing around with Jezebel and what she's up to. He says, if the Lord is God, follow him. And we're going to have a, a test, a contest. And the God who answers by fire, supernatural fire, he is God. So 1 Kings 18, They took the bull which was given them, they prepared it, they called on the name of Baal from morning even till noon, saying, Bo Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, no one answered. Then they leaped about the altar which they had made. You don't want to worship at a man-made altar. This, there, this was an altar up here made by men. Today we have idolatry everywhere. I often think when I look at the rooftop, and see satellite dishes or satellite or uh, air uh, antennas. Depending what you're turning on to your, look at on your television set, are you worshiping in a man-made altar? American idol. Fame, uh, money, uh, youth, 
צעירים. Are you worshiping at a man-made altar? Does something else have your heart rather than just God? These false prophets, now they're all over television and the internet, trying to conform you to their system. And the Lord says, don't you worship at a man-made altar. ואדון מזהיר אותנו לא להשתחוות למזבח של מעשה יד אדם. זה יביא הרס ושחיתות וחורבן עלינו. ונביאי השקר התחילו לקפוץ ולרקד ולפצוע את עצמם ולדמם. לא הייתה שום אש. לא היה שום תנועה רוחנית. דבר אלוהים לא בא אליהם. בגלל שהם השתחוו ליד מזבח מעשה יד אדם. ואז אליהו הגיע. בפסוק 30. מלכים א' There were two altars up here. One was a man-made altar. And most of the people had been worshiping at man-made altars. Jezebel was slaughtering all the true prophets. The enemy was trying to stamp out the true prophets. Believers. And the day is, fastly com- is quickly coming when the one world religion and the one world economic system will come against you. Already is. They, they, they will hate Yeshua. They already do. Yeshua warned us. If they hated me, because he says you can only worship at my altar not your old man people don't like to hear that you have to do it his way he is the way he is the place where the glory falls hallelujah so he took 12 stones the prophet see what the scripture says according to the tribes of Israel so that's what these represent the Lord has brought the tribes back hallelujah to have an encounter in the land on the mountains of Israel not on man-made altars altar according to the divine pattern Elijah got it all from God he said I've done all these things at your word God had found somebody that was a keeper of the flame. The flame had gone out. And Elijah wanted the flame to come back. 
presence, the power of God to return to Israel. And when he prayed, the Lord ripped open the heavens. And supernatural fire came down on the sacrifice. God is true to his word. He returned, the glory returned. The altar exploded in fire. It burned up everything. The animal, the wood, the water, the stone. You and I are called to be an altar. We're living stones. We need to be burned up in his presence. Hallelujah. That we can offer to him sacrifices that are acceptable. That's why we're here. All of that represented the cross. The victim, the animal, the blood, the wood, the water, it's all the cross. Come to the cross. The fire came back. Hallelujah. Because one man was on fire for the Lord. But what happened? Did the fire continue? No, it did not. The fire went out. Two months later, Elijah ended up in a cave down in the desert. Crying out to the Lord. I have been jealous for your honor. I've been jealous for you. But listen to what he says. The children of Israel have torn down your altars. It's 1 Kings 19.10, but don't turn there. Not only did they not destroy the heathen altars, they tore down the altar of God. There had been an altar of God up here. I assume Joshua and his gang, when they came in, in this way, they built it up here. The people had been so seduced by the spirits of Jezebel and Ahab that they tore down God's altar where they should have been worshipping. And for thousands of years it's happened all over the world. The, the fire goes out in certain places. You can go to London. There's a mosque. They tell you, this is where John Wesley started the revival, but now it's a mosque. He was a keeper of the flame that brought the power of God back to England and to America. But the fire goes out. And Elijah was weeping in the cave saying, they've torn down your altars. Thank God the Lord gave him a spiritual son, another keeper of the flame. Elisha. And they went all over northern Israel, raising up communities of keepers of the flame. You read it. There were people, anonymous people going everywhere, prophesying to kings. Hallelujah. Revival came because God found some keepers of the flame. 
מצה שאומרי להבות לא נתנו ללהבה לכבות בתוך ליבם הם נתנו קורבן רצוי עבור אלוהים ולפי הוראות אלוהים וזה ניחוח מתוק כזה שעלה בכל ישראל שריצה את אלוהים הוא הביט למטה והוא אמר אני יכול לברך את צפון ישראל והגיעו צבאות האויב היה מסביבו מרכבות של אש שהתגוננו עליו והם קראו לו למערכה כל המלכים עזל להם המים והם כמעט הפסידו לאויב אלישע אמר הביאו מוסיקאים אנשים חשבו שהוא איבד את השכל שלו מישהו הביא איזה אוד אלישע התחיל להשתחוות לאדון באמצע המלחמה ושיר אלוהים נח עליהם למה? באמצע עם שנסוג זה הציל את כל הצבא הציל את כל האומה איש אחד ששמר על הלהבה אנחנו נקראנו להיות דור של אליהו הראשון לא משנה אם אתה ממקסיקו או ממקום אחר תהיה שומר הלהבה זה מתחיל בזמן האישי של התפילה שלך תהיה באש בוערת כל היום יש תמונה נפלאה על התנועה הסופית של רוח הקודש בימים האחרונים ויביאני דרך שער הצפון אל פני הבית ואראה והנה מלא כבוד אדוני את בית אדוני ואפול אל פניי זאת תמונה של אחרית הימים הנביא יחזקאל מקבל את הנבואה הזאת הוא מגיע אל בית אלוהים וכבוד אלוהים ממלא את ההיכל והוא לא יכול לעמוד שם והוא נפל על פניו בגלל שהכבוד כבוד בא מהשורש כבד שזה כבד כשכבוד אלוהים מגיע זה באמת כבד כשאני פגשתי את האדון בניו יורק לפני כמה שנים אני הגעתי למקום שכבוד אלוהים מילא את המקום והכבוד נפל עליי ולא יכולתי לעמוד אז הנביא יחזקאל רואה זאת אני רוצה לשאול אתכם שאלה 
How many of you want to get into that glory? How many of you want to live in that glory? Is that all? Not everybody? Glory to God. Glory to Dios. Hallelujah. He saw the glory. He went into the glory and couldn't stand up. When God comes, that's what happens. That's what happens at the altar of the Lord. It's all of him and none of me. Hallelujah. And then the anointing flows. Proclamation and prophecy and praise and prayer. And it impacts the whole area. This is what the Lord was, that's what he wants. So the prophet sees this. But look what happens. Look at verse 8. He says to some of the priests, Levites the Lord speaks to Levites you and I are called to be priests amen we're called to be a nation of priests proclaiming the praises that took us out of darkness into his marvelous light but the Holy Spirit points out some of these priests in God's house And look what he says. Verse 8. You have not kept charge of my holy things. You have set others to keep charge of my sanctuary for you. The Lord in his love looks at the people of God. Said, I told you. I pleaded with you. Be keepers of the flame. But you wouldn't do it. And yet there you are in my house. Oh, you don't want to be one of those. You don't want to be a Levite in the house of the Lord that is not keeping the flame. Because look what he says. What he says to them. Verse 13. There's another group. And they shall not, well, first of all, the first group. The people who were not keepers of the flame. They shall not come near to me to minister to me as a priest, nor come near any of my holy things, nor into the most holy place, but they shall bear their shame and their abominations which they have committed. There are people worshiping. And they're in the house of God. And God says, because you haven't kept the flame. Because there's compromise in your life. And you're trying to... You're trying to worship at two altars. He says, you won't come near to me. You won't even come into the most holy place. And look what he says he'll do. He doesn't just throw them out. He says, verse 14, Nevertheless, I will make them and keep charge of the temple, the house, for all its work, 
and all that has to be done. This is a picture of people in the house of God, believers, and he says, I'll give you all kinds of busy stuff to do, but you won't come into my presence because you're not a keeper of the flame. They broke his heart. He said, you have been an adult people because you have other lovers whatever it is that might be taking your heart away from full consecration to the Lord but, but, but then he says hallelujah thank God for all the butts of the avals in the Bible verse 15 but the priests, the Levites, the sons of Zadok, Zadok who keep charge of my sanctuary. These are the keepers of the flame. When the the children of Israel went astray from me, they they shall come near to me, to minister to me, they shall stand before me, to offer to me the fat and the blood, says the Lord God. The keepers of the flame, they are continually coming into the holy place. They're in the secret place. They're down in the cave. They're in their room. They're coming into the holy of holies. The blood of the Lord is covering them. They're having intimate relationships with the Lord. Because he said, that's where I'll speak to you. That's where my glory will be. The sons of Zadok. Zadok means righteous and right standing with God. And they shall stand before me. They will hear the word of the Lord. They will be shut in with the Lord. They will be shut in with the Lord in a worship service. They'll hear the word of the Lord. It's divine. It's, it's the pattern of God for your life. And he says in verse 16, they shall enter my sanctuary, they shall come near my table to minister to me, and they shall keep the flame. They shall keep my charge. Now, which priesthood do you want to be in? The Levites that went astray from him and still were playing religion? Or those that were so on fire for him that they continually wanted more fire. Wanted more fire. To take the fire of God and take it to hurting people. There's some people that don't want the fire. There's some people that the fire has gone out. It's tragic to 
see the fire go out in somebody. It's devastating. When you meet somebody that used to be on fire. And they started to worship at another altar. A religious altar. A legalistic altar. An altar in the world. Where Yeshua, the fire of God, is not the center of their life anymore. We need to be a keeper of his flame. The holy fire of God. He says, these sons of Tzadok, the Zadok priesthood, they will wear linen. They won't wear any wool. They, they, they won't have mixed clothing. Wool is sweat. Wool, wool is flesh. Yeah, that's it. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay. Wool. Wool. You, you, you try to work around here in some wool and see what happens <laughs> to you. you can't wear mixed garments. You can't, you can't come and say, oh, I'm a, a wearing linen as the righteous acts of the believers. But these people that are running around doing all these things and not getting close to the Lord, they're, they're sweating all the time. In fact, if you don't keep coming to the Lord and being a keeper of the flame, you'll burn out. You'll burn out in your flesh. Yeah, I've seen, oh, I've seen it happen all over the place. One man wrote a book about it. It's terrifying when you really, what happened to him. Praise the Lord, he's restored. So the Lord says, be keepers of the flame. Listen, you can't let the flame of love for Yeshua die down. The great revival in Ephesus, they lost their first love. That's where it all starts. That's how you keep the flame of love burning bright for Yeshua. Let's finish in Ivrim, Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 13. She loves you more than ever before, I know. <laughs> Amen. If she makes the bully, this is a sign. <laughs> By the way, Vladimir was saying, bring meat next week. Don't just bring meat, bring some other things too. You know? and, and if, you, if you're uh, from the former Soviet Union, sit down with some of the Arab brothers and sisters that'll be here. They'll give them some tabbouleh and you give them some borscht or something. I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we want to really mingle Jews and Arabs and other Gentiles. Yusuf Dakwar and I have been talking about it. We're going to pick people up and say, sit here and talk to them. Everybody can speak some Hebrew. Everybody can say shalom. And ochel. <laughs> that means food. <laughs> 
דני אומר שיש ברביקיו תמיד זה נדמה לו כאילו שזה עולה שעולה עבור אלוהים אש עולה עבור אלוהים אלא עבריים י"ג פסוק 10 We have an altar from which those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat. Think about it. The priests were offering the sacrifices in the temple. At Passover, they were slaughtering hundreds of, of Passover lambs. Blood was pouring down on the altar. And Yeshua was taken to a place called Golgotha. And he was crucified for the sins of the world. At Passover, at the very time that this was happening. The earth shuddered. There was an earthquake. Geologists now tell us that the whole world shook. The temple shook. The priests shook. The Roman centurion shook. And the veil at the temple was torn from top to bottom. ונפתח השער בדם ישוע שיש לנו עכשיו מזבח שאנחנו יכולים להשתחוות ברוח ובאמת למעשה אנחנו המזבח אנחנו האבנים החיים הוא חי בליבי ואני משתחווה אליו ברוח ובאמת האהבה שלי גודלת וגודלת ומתחממת זה מחוץ למחנה It's about getting to know him. That's where the altar is, getting to know him. He goes on and says, verse 13, Let us go forth to him. You need to go forth to him. Step out of your comfort zone. Quit worshiping at other idols. Other altars. It's all about him. Look, an altar of mine used to be spiritual. Sports, American sports. I asked the Lord to kill it. He did. Hallelujah. But it used, it used to be an altar. In the early days of our marriage, Karen would say, I, I, I want to talk to you about something. And I would say, well, I got to watch these three football games. It was all evasion. It was all nonsense. avoidance, avoiding. Okay, uh, co- yeah, it was nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Don't avoid talking to your wife and go to another altar. I saw one wife nod her head, and I'm not going to say who it was. Look, it, it works both ways. But you get to the altar, his altar. And he says, let us go forth outside the camp bearing his reproach. Verse 13. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Hallelujah. Therefore, by him, through him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Continual keepers of the flame. When the flame goes out, if it dies down, you don't want ashes of conformity to the world to come onto your flame. You say, Holy Spirit, blow on me. I I need more love, more power. He, he will not put out a smoking wick. He'll bring it back to life with the wind of the Holy Spirit. He'll set you on fire again. And you'll be one of that end time remnant. Hallelujah. They are going to shine like the firmament. They're going to shine and shine and shine in these last days. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Do not forget to do good. Verse 16. And share. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. If you let the flame on the altar die down, Decay will set in. Corruption will come in. The enemy will come in. You don't want that to happen. You want the flame of love to get hotter and hotter. Yeshua said himself at the last days, the righteous, the Zadok priesthood, those that are coming continually into the holy place, they will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord, you need to set some people on fire in here. God, we want the fire. Lord, I don't want to get lukewarm. I want your fire. Take the fire. Burn my lips. Here I am. Who will go for us? Hineni, send me, send me, send me. Oh, Lord. Lord, let the call go out.
אל תיתן לאש לכבות אתה מחפש שומרי להבות אתה רוצה להקים הרבה שומרי להבות בכל רחבי העולם בכל ישראל מדן עד באר שבע בית לחם עזה רמאללה בכל הארץ אדון מזבחות אשר בוערים באש ושומרי הלהבה מבעירים את האש החמה. תודה ישוע. תגיד לאדון שאתה אוהב אותו. תגיד לאדון שירענן את אהבתך עבורו. Let's lift our hands to the Lord. Offer him your heart. Wherever you're from. Israeli. אם אתם ישראלים, אם אתם מהאומות, אלוהים מחפש שומרי להבות, ויש להם את הלהבה, והלהבה הזאת מתחזקת ומתחממת יותר, והם שומרים עליה יום אחרי יום, והם ישומשו בחוזקה על ידי אלוהים. בימים האחרונים, שיש לנו את כל הטעויות, אדון, אני רוצה להיות אדון שלח אלינו את אש אהבתך היום אדון נניע את האהבה הזאת בתוכנו נניע את האש נניע את הפחמים האלה את הגחלים אדון Stick around with a stick and move those coals and blow them in our hearts and set us on fire. Adon, and set us on fire. Adon, fresh, new, hallelujah. Do not be conformed to this world. Be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. We speak renewal of mind. Kainos, pure, fresh, unused, a renewed mind, a new mindset. 
אופן חשיבה חדש, שלא תחשבו לפי העולם אלא לפי האדון. אנחנו שוברים ומנפצים את העיר. תגיד את השם של העיר הזה. מה ש... גונב את זמנך יותר מהאדון, זה מזבח של מעשה אדם שזה מהשטן, הוא מנסה לשדוד את השמחה, הוא השקרן, השטן הוא השקרן והמטעה, הוא בסופו של דבר הוציא אותך להורג, Lord, we will build your altars all over the land. אנחנו נבנה את מזבחותיך בכל הארץ. In our prayer closets. בחדר התפילה. With the twelve stones. עם שני מסר האבנים. Kingdom authority. זה מלכות של אור. What those stones represent. שזה מייצג. Family altars. מזבח של משפחה. שיהיה חם ובוער. בואו למזבח. Altars to the Lord. המזבח של האדון. All over the land. בכל הארץ. Lord, we pray for all our visitors. Set them on fire here today. Take them back to their nations on fire for you. And let them be keepers of the flame. Warn them. Get to God. That the flame of love will burn bright. Hallelujah. 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 Let's worship him. We offer him a sacrifice of praise continually. We've been doing this for 24 hours, but you need to do it all the time. I always hear from the Lord when I worship him. Lord, forgive our sins. The altar is the place of atonement. You paid the price. It's finished. It is finished. We give you our sins. Forgive us. Put them in the sea of forgetfulness. Sanctify us. Cleanse us. With your flame. With your fire. Thank you, Lord. Some of you have been going through some refining. It's from the Lord. Thank him. That's all he's ever wanted. Give us more love. More power. More of you. In our hearts. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Let's thank the Lord for, for his sacrifice for us. Pastor, Pastor Danny is going to pray the uh, high priestly ironic blessing. Uh, let's lift up our hands before God. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine His face upon you and have mercy on you. May the Lord lift up his face and countenance upon you and grant you shalom, peace. In the name of Yeshua Mashiach. I wish you a nice and pleasant week.